0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com/slash B ball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride Podcast. We call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor in chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. It was a light practice in St. Joe on Tuesday, leading into a day off for the Chiefs on Wednesday. After the practice, we got to hear from defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo left tackle Orlando Brown, wide receiver Marcus Kemp, and quarterback Chad Henney. So we'll hear from Spagnolo and Brown, and then we'll take a quick break and hear from the other two. But right now, here is the defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnolo
2: Hi, right, how are we doing today? Everybody good? I apologize. I I got to apologize to Sid. I forgot. I was up the hill talking to family. It's a good thing she's got a golf cart so she could grab me. I uh, hope I didn't hold everybody up too long. Listen, I'm just going to open it up. Um, You know, that's one of those 10 10 10 practices that are painful for a defensive coach because it's hard to simulate a look. It's painful. I'm being honest with you. Um, But listen, it's tough on those young offensive guys that don't really know yet uh, how to operate as a look squad. But so we got a little bit of work done. And with that, I'll open it up. I bet. I didn't even think of that, but you're probably right. Coach, are there any guys, young guys, or
1: veterans for that matter that particularly eager to see in the game on left
3: side?
2: Well, you tell you, you know, Colin Sanders, because he missed a lot of, you know, he had the elbow, so it'd be good to get him up and going again. Um, let me go, I'm going through the Rolodex. So obviously, all the young guys. Uh, but Colin sticks out. Uh, one, because he dealt with the – it's really – you want to see if those guys are back. Those would be the – those would be the guys that would stick out to me and, and obviously the young guys that we don't know anything about.
3: You an so if, you
2: know, you an you follow up. Yeah. I just
3: wanted to ask about Kevin Yeah. Is that
2: a guy just because he's Yeah. Um, look, at I, think, I think I talked about Dev before. I think he's done a heck of a job from the mental part of it, and we've actually added on to him because we think he's got, you know, he's got that part of football which is chin to the hairline. What we don't know is in the heat of the battle, and so we're going to find out a little bit of that in the game. But so far, he's functioned pretty well, and we're happy with that.
3: three of training camp. Is there anything that you've seen that you're not happy with that you hope kind of get cleaned up prior to Saturday's game, or are you about where you it to be right
2: now? Uh. You know, the thing that's always hard, obviously, is I don't know where we are tackling. Now, we uh, the coaches do a great job, as best we can, at simulating. Now, where I'm going is, you know, when we put the pads on, Coach Reed allows us to what we call wrap and release. I mean, the thing that doesn't get used here in training camp anymore, because we don't go live, is defensive arms. Then you go out to these first games, and everybody's doing what I call block tackling, which I don't like. It's like a swear word. Uh, that, to me, I'm really going to be looking for that, and I'm going to be looking for the operation between whistle and snap, not snap to whistle as much. I mean, the coaches will take care of that. But I'm looking for operation and how guys function. I think that's important.
3: what you're able to do in practice, how are you feeling about the players and their form tackling to make sure that when the game comes? What are we doing? Yeah, or are you, do you feel like you're working enough with the Yeah, I mean, I
2: think our guys are buying into it, and the opportunities where we can do it on offensive players without hurting anybody, because uh, we don't want those kind of collisions. Um, we're, as, we're as far along with that as we can be. No, that's what I would say.
4: Uh, where is he mentally? I know last year with the hand injury, he you know, talked about he struggled a little bit mentally. Yeah, uh, having some confidence, where is he uh, right Uh, now? My guess is
2: he's well past the hand injury. I mean, he came on after that. Um, He's been practicing really well. Feels real comfortable in the system. I think he works really good with that whole unit. What what did you see
4: from Colin Saunders? You mentioned he's a guy you're eager to
2: see in the game. What have you seen from him? Yeah, Brendan Daly mentioned this the other day in our staff meeting that he has stacked a bunch of days together where he's been really good. Early on, it was the drill work looked really good, but it wasn't um, transferring. To some of our teamwork here but that seems to be coming um and, I, and hopefully that'll happen as we go and it'll be good to get in a game where we hit somebody for real you know the,
1: the one-on-one drills i don't know how much you've been able to watch it but just db
2: wide receiver yeah yeah, wide receiver. yeah
1: yeah how much have you been able to watch this one it just, it just kind of stood out those that you've seen
2: in yeah i watch those yeah i watch those every day They're, listen that's my background or the my main background and so I'm always in the air of the corners or the safeties whoever's in the one-on-ones I what I like I mean listen the competition out here is tremendous you know and Tyreek Hill is jabbing at whoever and you know and we're jabbing back and I think that's great that's one of the one of my favorite drills and I usually spend the early part of the morning when everybody's sleeping uh to watch those uh, and then I get give the guys a little wrinkle
1: First, uh Mike Dana uh, looks like he has taken some kind of step forward. What have you seen early on from him?
2: Yeah, Mike Dana is one of my favorite guys, and was from the beginning uh, because of the way. Look at—he's a—he's a young guy came in as rookie, and after a month, you'd have thought he was a ten-year veteran. The way he operated, the way he functioned around the building, the way he practices. He, when Coach Daly gives him something to work on, he takes that right into whatever game we. Uh, can play in, in, in terms of thud, but he's been terrific.
1: Yeah. You uh, feel like he's a real possibility for
2: that outside spot? Well, yeah. I mean, look at this: three guys there competing right now. He's one of them, but uh, Rashad brings on the added responsibility of being a nickel uh, because we have got to have backups and whatnot ready to go. So, so far, so good. I, I'm really anxious to see him out there. Uh What, what is it? Saturday night that we play? On Saturday.
3: As a former head coach in that DC, when you see the first, you know, with the new offensive line in your in your your front line with Chris Jones and Frank Clark, what are you seeing with this new offensive line that you can talk about? Because you know, I'm a big believer, iron sharpening iron. Yeah, and, you know, with yeah. them pushing one another, it should make them better for the regular season when they're facing. Miles that, that's a
2: great point. I mean, uh, I talk with Andy Heck a number of times. I'm always at how how are you guys doing. He he loves the way they're coming together, but. That'll just make us better. I, I've heard our D line make comments about these offensive linemen. And it's been all positive. So to me, just like you said, iron chimes is iron, right? Proverbs 27:17, right? I mean, it helps us all get better. And I'm, I'm really happy for the offense and Patrick that we got that crew. And I think, I think it helps us too. A lot of competition. The one on ones with those guys are terrific. Uh, I watch those too. I don't watch, just watch the skilled guys. But
1: Young guys, uh, what is your message to the young guys when you know you are approaching the first preseason yeah. game and then you've got three more uh, Tuesdays where you got to set yeah. that
2: roster? The, the biggest thing I tell them, and I've said this every year, is that when they go into this game, don't abort everything that you learned here. And that's what happens with the, with the young. They'll they'll forget all of the leverage and uh, you know set the edge and all the things that we've taught them and they've gotten really good at. They go out there and all of a sudden it's a game and sometimes they can go off the you know, off the radar a little bit so to me i would i tell them to stick to the fundamentals they've been learning and then we'll build on it don't abort what you've done here in the past couple of weeks
1: that'd that be a true situation? statement Does that
2: yeah and he's handled it real well we've talked about mike and we've talked about Devin key but i think nick has handled that real well i think that i watched the other guys around you know the other vets and They seem to be taking to Nick like they respect his work, for the reasons you're bringing up. He's getting a lot more reps in a lot of different positions. I exhausted everybody, right? What's up, y'all?
3: I remember here. Yes, uh, it is. You make your Chiefs debut this Saturday. How excited are you about it? And also, are you looking more
5: forward to run blocking or pass blocking? Uh, man, I'm, I'm always looking forward to run blocking, man. I think any offensive lineman would tell you that. Uh, but I'm just super excited to get out there and do my job, man, to the best of my abilities. Uh, as you said, it gives me opportunity to showcase uh, to the fans, to the organization, and all my teammates, man, just kind of uh, you know what they got. And I'm super excited to get out there.
3: Awesome. Looking at the one-on-ones this week, you know, you've gotten a chance the last couple of weeks, I would imagine, going mm-hmm. up against Frank Clark and Chris Jones and others. I'm curious, uh, as, I, as I was asking Steve Spankman about the Iron and tonight, how do you think that makes you better, knowing in the you know, first game of the season you're going up against Miles Garrett, you're going to be facing Von Miller, Somebody of those great passers. How yeah. does going up against our defensive line help you?
5: Oh, a ton, a ton, man. Chris is a great player. Uh, Frank's a great player, man. We got some really, really good ends here. And uh, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm learning a lot from them as time goes. Uh, as far as one-on-ones, I, I really use that drill as an opportunity, man, just to work on whatever I'm going to work on, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, to me, uh, you know, I, I'm not necessarily approaching it to win. I'm approaching it to work on my technique that I'm set working on for that, that, that day, whether that be super aggressive with my feet, super aggressive with my hands, punching, uh, you know, stuff like that, man, that's, that's more my my approach in one-on-ones, but out here in the team periods and everything like that, uh, man, I've been getting a ton of great work with, with Chris and Frank. I mean, Chris is a freak, man, and his abilities and what he can do. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's going to have a great year. I'm just super excited he's on my team.
4: something that you see from the playbook that has been translated to the field that you know is going to help you this year that maybe you didn't show a ton in in Baltimore?
5: Uh, Definitely, man. I I think a variety in a variety of different ways schematically here. uh, It's a lot different from what I've I've been exposed to in Baltimore. Um, I think that this is more of your traditional pro style uh, offense with a splash of the college concepts. And so uh, it gives me an opportunity to really showcase a different side of my game, a different uh, side of my ability. And I'm really looking forward to being able to get out there on Sundays and you know, obviously with this preseason game coming up and, and really just show what I can do in space and all of these different zone concepts and these different passing concepts, man. It's, I'm really excited for it. It's, I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? It's, it's been a blast.
4: As you said, more variety, but is, it, is there something that you look forward to in terms of showing defenders what is here in camp that they're just not going to see because they're watching tape of you in an older system?
5: Yeah, um, you know, I, I just I look forward to being able to, you know, what I mean, kind of get rid of that stigma, man, of, you know, uh, This guy can't play left tackle in a pass-first offense, or with you know whatever, uh, you know the scheme may have been in Baltimore, or you know whatever it was, man. That's what that's what I look forward to. I look forward to blocking guys one-on-one. I look forward to all of those different situations and those passing scenarios, man, to take advantage of and really just showcase my ability and my talent. You
1: said that you want to show um, the organization the fans what they got. Mm -hmm.
5: Uh, Just my tone setting, just my mindset, my mentality, and uh, my consistency, man. I I don't know how long I'll be out there. However long it is, I'm going to give it my all. So, uh, you know, I just look forward to being able to showcase and express, you know, all of those different things about my game.
1: What do you see for the younger guys on the opposite side of the line, with you and Lucas and all those other guys, uh, Trey and all those guys, what do you see
5: out of them? Oh, man, I mean, they're great. They're great. I mean, as far as for them to be rookies, man, doing what they're doing in practice uh, is really special. Uh, obviously, starting with Lucas, man, at, at tackle, which is a really hard position in this league, especially right tackle, um, you know, man, he's going to see a lot of talent. And, I mean, I think he's he's ready for the challenge. He's a really, really good player. He's a great athlete, and he's got really good feet. He's super big, man. And, and uh, you know, I'd be surprised if, if he were to struggle this year. Uh, Trey as well, man. Trey's another guy that uh, I feel as though, as he said before, man, he's a goon. You know what I mean? He, he approaches it like that, and he's got that type of mindset. So, uh, he's been able to consistently uh, kick ass out here at camp, man, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of the way that he's approached it and approached the game. He's been really good, and, and creed is creed. You know I mean, Boomer sooner, man. I, I expect nothing less. <laughs> so, You've been yeah. through preseason games, obviously,
1: yep. in your career. Last year without a preseason or, or an exhibition slate, what do you think is the biggest thing players, especially young guys, missed out on not having preseason last year? Uh,
5: man, I, I think, uh, like I'm thinking back as a, as a, as a rookie, man, And a younger player uh, to me preseason was an opportunity to go against somebody you hadn't gone against somebody that doesn't know the snap count or your calls or your schemes necessarily it gives you an opportunity to kind of go out there and confidently try what you want to try and the preseason is definitely the opportunity to get out there in those live situations especially from an offensive line standpoint uh, of being able to try different things and build that confidence going into the season man you know obviously here at practice it may work one day and then the next day you know Chris is killing you you know what I mean and so the preseason gives you that opportunity man to go out there against someone you don't know and just build that confidence in whatever fundamentals that you're working on. Here here
1: with the Chiefs week one of last year to week one this year it it may be five
5: Uh, The identity of the room, man, I think is uh, is is getting there. You know, I mean, I don't think we're quite there yet. We're definitely gelling as a as a group. The five that have been up there uh, for the past week or so. but man, I, from an identity standpoint, we just want to be tough. You know what I mean? We want to be tough. We want to be consistent. We want to be physical, and we want to fly to the ball. And um, at the end of the day, man, this is you know—it's a great organization. You know, Pat's the best quarterback in the NFL and, you know, literally an MVP, Super Bowl MVP. And there's a ton of other great skill positions here. So the standard is really high, and we understand that. And at the end of the day, man, we're just striving to get to, to be the best offensive line in the, in the world. You know what I mean? That's the mentality. That's the, that's the approach. We talked to the board yep. said
4: that they had to adjust their game a just because of Patrick's ability to extend plays and they just had to come in and adjust. How much have you had to adjust? And I know we had not
5: hit game yet, but being yeah. out there from what you've seen so far. um Gosh, man, I mean, you know, I, I I can't say it's a lot to have to adjust for as far as that. I've dealt with some really mobile quarterbacks throughout my career. Uh, so, um, you know, man, I can't really say I had many adjustments as far as that. But, you um, as far as what he likes. I mean, you could say there's a few things here and there that I don't really want to get into, but um, I wouldn't say it's much a lot of adjustment as far as the, in that sense. I you were saying, you know, you, you
3: promised your father about going to play left tackle. Mm-hmm. Now that you're here, and that's all you have to focus on now, going around the right side, how much of Zeus are we going to see in you this season? Uh,
5: uh, like as far as my dad and all that, is that what you're asking? Okay, yeah, how, yeah. how, how, we, how much of
3: that are we going to see
5: yeah, I mean, man, just uh, as much as possible, you know what I mean? I think ultimately, uh, you know, I am a junior, but, you know, I, I try to uh, be myself if that makes sense, you know what I mean? And I got a different approach to the game than my dad did, um, which is, you know, I, what, what I think he wanted at the end of the day. And, um, you know, man, I, I'm going to be me, you know what I mean? I'm going to be physical. I'm going to set the tone um, and do my job to the best of my abilities. you, remember,
1: you know, in playing this game, you've got to have a switch on, you step up is a different switch for you as far as, you know, when you're
5: against your teammates versus when you get on the field against the opponent? Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. I, I you know, I don't want to say that uh, I'm a gamer or anything like that because I don't, you know, I think that's kind of weird, but uh, I definitely approach games differently. I feel as though, um, as you were saying, man, it's just a different switch once you get out there and the lights are on and uh, just a different feel, you know what I mean? I feel like uh, for some reason it's a lot easier for me to let my emotions roll on a, in a game-like situation. Yep. Thanks
6: for support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate At $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com.
1: You just heard from Steve Spagnolo and Orlando Brown Jr. And now we continue on with Marcus Kemp followed by Chad Henney. Here's Kemp.
7: Yeah, it has been an interesting journey, um, but I mean, I've gotten used to it. I've been here a little bit, so I know Coach Reed's camps and how tough they are, you kind of got to mentally prepare. Um, so I did that, but I'm getting football old at this point. You know, I'm still a young guy, but after five years with Coach Reed and his camps, you start to get, you know, you start to feel the aches and pains a little bit more, but I mean, I'm comfortable in the offense and, and I've got to learn it quite a bit. So I'm just happy to be here and happy to do what I can.
3: As competitive as wide receiver core risk, what do you hope to show this weekend that, you know, with cuts starting to come up next week that you can kind of separate yourself from, you know, from the
7: rest of the competition? Um, I think we, we don't really worry about, you know, separating our stuff from, from our competition. Here's more like a family, so we're all just trying to compete to make each other better. You know, if if, if I do well, it makes, you know, McCole, D-Rob, and, and, and Tyree do better as well. So that's what I'm hoping for, is that we can all just do well, and that'll pull to the season. Whether I'm here or not, it'll help them through the season or me with the season so it's more about how well we can do personally and, and less about how competitive we can be with each other
3: but you are going to get more opportunities saturday because we know this right it. so what are you hoping to you know come out yeah. of that game Saturday? Um,
7: i think it's just fun to play football i mean i haven't got a, a ton of reps on offense and so this these preseason games are opportunities for me to just go out and play football like i have been you know, for 20 years at this point. Um, so it's just fun to be out there. And I just hope to, you know, to enjoy it. You know, any play could be your last play. So enjoy every play I'm out there and just have fun. Marcus,
4: what did you learn most playing in the Super Bowl? And just what was that like that you needed to take and use for this
7: season? Well, it's a dream, obviously. Um, I've been dreaming about it since I was a kid. So I enjoyed the moment. And then you learn how tough it is to get there. That's more, I mean, the game is just a game really. It's just, you're playing football, but when you look back on the process it took to get there and how tough it was to go through the season and then go through the playoffs and, and then you're finally there, that's more what I learned about is how tough and how much work it really takes to get to that point. And then, and then once you're there, you're playing football. And once you're there, you're there. So it's more about the process and, and, and how I need to prepare in the off season and the season. What, are the, what
4: does that do for you? Say how much it takes to get there, what did it do for you? this offseason, knowing that you have another
7: chance to make the roster and right? sure. the rest of the Yeah, so it helps with your confidence, number one, because you're, you're on a Super Bowl team, and, and that's the pinnacle of, of your sport, of, of everything. So it helps with the confidence to know that I was, you know, I had the ability to play in a game like that. Um, and then going into the offseason, you know, like I said, the process, you know how much it takes. So, so you work just that much harder because you know how tough it's going to be. And, and I have confidence in this team that they're going to make it back. <laughs> or they have a chance to, you know, so you know how much you have to work, how, how many hours you have to put in just to prepare yourself for that long of a season, that's 20 some games. So, so that's more what I'm getting out of the Super Bowl experience.
1: Marcus, before your long-term injury, Andy Reid said something from the center, this was the best offensive football you were playing. It, it seems like you've gotten sort of back to that. Just what has that journey been like from that big long-term injury to now so, finally feeling, okay, I, I can be aware I was?
7: Yeah, so I mean, I feel like I've improved every year I've been in the league and, and that's kind of what you have to do to stick around. So, I mean, early on, you know, I'm a young guy who's, you know, just learning. Uh, once you get comfortable in this offense, you kind of, you're able to find the holes and, and where you can get some catches. So, I think I was doing that before I got hurt and, and you know, football happens. So, so you, you take those injuries and I think just, it's it's less about getting back and just, you know, I I'm not concerned with what happened in the past. I'm just playing football at this point. So, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just... I'm comfortable in the offense, and I'm able to find those holes, whether I was hurt or not. I'm, I'm going to improve every year. That's my goal, so that's just where I am right now. I think he's comfortable with with me just knowing that I, I know where I'm supposed to be. I mean, like I said, I've been here for a while, so I, so I know the offense, like he knows the offense. So he's comfortable knowing where I'm going to be, and 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 I'm comfortable, obviously, with him throwing me the ball. So I think we just. It's it's more about, you know, he knows that if I'm on the field, I'm going to do the right thing or try to do the right thing, and, and we're going to be How right your, together.
1: did it take for you to get comfortable in this game?
7: It, it takes a little while. I, I wouldn't say, I, I like to say, I'm, I'm saying that I'm comfortable, but you're never truly comfortable. Coach, you can throw some, some crazy stuff out there um, that you got to learn fast, but I think with the base stuff, it took probably the second year coming into the second camp to really feel like I had a grasp on that, and then... You know, new stuff comes every year. Things are changing, things are adapting. So you still have to be on your toes, but I think it takes a little bit to, to get used to it.
1: Mark, you've been around here. You've been around here for a while, obviously. What's the message that you give and you share with some of your younger wide receiver teammates and even the rookies?
7: Yeah, I, I like to help them study because, I mean, I found a method that works for me. Um, and I know it can be a lot when you come into camp and, and camp installs are, are a little bit bigger than you know, a regular season install. You're kind of throwing everything in. So I like to try to help them study and, and, and give them tools that, that I figured out along the way and give them little reminders. So it's it can be overwhelming when you're here. So just to break it down into study techniques or or how to remember something, I think, can help a lot. And that's what the vets did for me when I first got here. So that's what I'm
4: Mark, so we saw you before we see before every every game out there working on downing puns, kind of honing your special teams game. Why is it that you're one seemingly one of the only ones that kind of embraces the special teams role? So Has that been one of the biggest reasons why we've been around here so
7: long? Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons I, I stick around. I think um, what I knew coming into the league is that that was probably my best opportunity to make the team. Um, and I think for a lot of guys, that's true. So for me, that's it's one of the ways that, that I can help the team. And whatever I can do to help the Chiefs is, is what I want to do to stick around here. So if that's what I need to do to get better is be out there, you know, 3 hours before the game to work on something that I didn't think I was the best at, then that's what I need to do and and so that's what I've continued to do. And at this point it's become a tradition more so than, you know, anything else, but I've always wanted to improve, like I said every year that I've been out here and special teams is how I've stuck around, so I want to improve that as well as offense. Will
1: do Adam in the same
3: thing. this comes being good on special teams. Besides being a good athlete and really wanting to be good at it, like you just talked about, what what goes into that? What what, makes a good special teams player other than those
7: two things? I think, I mean, effort is probably the biggest part. You you don't have to be the best athlete. You don't have to be the fastest, strongest out there. You just have to be willing to give your all for that one play because there's not, you're not running back like offense to to run another play. It's not first, second, third down. It's, It's one down, and you have to give it your all on this one down or something catastrophic catastrophic can happen. You know, a score can happen if you're not given your total effort or you can score if you are given your total effort. So I think it's, it's all about, you know, being willing to give a hundred percent for one play throughout the game and, and not thinking about what's going to happen next, whether you're going in or not, just, just giving it all for one play. Marcus,
4: at the end of every season, you know, you talk to your coaches and they tell you, hey, we want you to go work on this specific thing. What was it that, you know, your coaches told you that they wanted you to
7: learn before you came back to captain? Um. I mean, I, I've been here a while, so more it's just about consistency. Um, if I can, I've had some good camps while I've been here. If I can carry that over through the season, through practices, then, then that's how you get on the field more. So every year, I mean, that's that's where the conversation has been. I think I've done a good job of improving and getting to that point. And like my journey has been a little different. So I've, I've, I've had some injuries, some different things happen, but I've been able to improve and, and it showed, you know, being on the field just a little bit more last season and hopefully it'll, it'll continue over wherever I am this year and, and where I'm going to be. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank thanks. You. thanks. Thanks, you. guys. Uh, you to
3: this weekend to kind of your quarterback quarterback behind, you know, the other two quarterbacks right
8: now. Yeah, man, I think any time you get an opportunity to go out in the preseason, it's just the execution. Make sure everybody's lined up, go through your reads, um, get some points on the board, and uh, take the down, take the team down and score some points.
3: You know, you have most of the first half to work with or have they like kind of broke down? The they record? haven't
8: even discussed what we're gonna do, but uh, you just gotta be ready to play as long as possible and uh, when they pull you, they pull you. you in the Yeah, I mean I think we do a great job here in camp. Uh, the way coach runs his practice, it's almost like preseason. So I think we are all in tune and ready for week one. Even without the preseason, but it's always beneficial, especially for the young guys to put their name on tape uh, where other teams can see them, rather than seeing at practice. Uh, it's definitely beneficial for them. What, what for you though, better than yeah, I mean, um, it, it's always good. I mean, anytime you put good uh, play on tape, uh, it's beneficial for you for you know the 31 other teams out there. Uh, if something were to happen, so um, you know I go out there every time and try to prove my best and play my best each each time
1: without the preseason last year, what about the OTAs and the mandatory mini camp that y'all went through this year? How, how beneficial was that for you as well?
8: Yeah, I think it's very beneficial because we always add, we try to do something a little bit different than last year, try to improve ourselves. Obviously, you know, getting to the Super Bowl is great, but we didn't win it. So there's always improvement, there's a desire, and, you know, coming to OTAs with that mindset of just getting the season started off the right way uh, was beneficial for us. is one of
4: the cool parts about the preseason Playing a role in guys making the team, and showing their talents over the course of
8: the off season, preseason game. Yeah, I mean, I think when the lights come on, uh, you know, you get you get a good idea of what the players like. You know, in practice, he can be one thing, but then when the fans are out there, the media is out there, it's televised. You got to see if it, he's the same person, and especially for a young guy, you know, you can't let the lights, you know, be too bright. You got to stay within yourself, be yourself at all times, and just show what you can do.
1: Uh, COVID and, and fans and whatnot, but how much this offseason have fans and, and people you run into might want to talk about um, the divisional round effort and, and everything that went into you winning
8: that game? For the team? Um, I mean, without, you know, a lot of it with COVID, it was tough. I mean, obviously everybody, you know, congratulated, especially going home, uh, high schools and everything helping out there, uh, you know, saying what a great job you did at the game. But, you know, that's last year. We got to move on. You know, you got to prove again you know what you have this year so uh, I think that's my mindset it was a great opportunity last year what we did and you know how we got in there but it's a new season and you just got to prove yourself each and every season from you,
3: point, what have you seen about this new offensive line that, that's protective? What you know what's your takeaway from it that you've seen from uh, yeah I mean the obviously
8: line? they're still growing but I think they're very stout up front I mean the interior is definitely stout I mean Trey you know, Creed up front um, has done a great job. Those young guys, it's it's tough for them, but they stepped in, have a great defensive line to go against each and every day, so that's actually beneficial for them, but they're picking up quickly. There's never uh, a time where we're setting back. We're always going forward, and uh, that's credit to them. They've done a great job up front. What's
4: interesting most about Jody's transition from wide receiver to tight end given, even with them all three years?
8: Yeah, I mean, he's, He's a freak athlete. I mean, uh, he can play it all, if he can get into the blocking scheme, which he has shown in this training camp that he can do, uh, he's gonna be a mismatch for a lot of linebackers, a lot of safeties out there. And you know, we're just excited to see him in the preseason what he can do. If he can transition, like I said, from practice to the game, he's gonna have a heck of a year for us. You seem to
1: have a real world with Marcus Camp. How much of an offensive step is he taking this year?
8: Yeah, I mean, Marcus has been consistent ever since I got here. And, you know, I'm so happy we got him back. Uh, you know, last year we were bouncing him in and out of the building. But uh, to get him back, he knows the system. He knows the right spots where to be. And uh, he's got a lot of talent. He goes up and gets the ball each and every time. And I- I'm thankful he's in with me a lot of the times. Being
1: in quarterback room, Chad, what do you see out of Mahomes that may be different uh, than what you see in previous years with him? And just being in that quarterback room, how is that coming along?
8: I think I mean each and every year. I think it just becomes more and more consistent. Um, you know, he he understands the plays. Obviously, being in it, this is his fifth year in the system. Um, he understands where to go with the football. You know, quickly, and uh, I think that's the progress. He doesn't always have to get outside the pocket, create, which is great. But now he's understanding where I can get the ball out, get it in our playmakers' hands, and make some hay that way. Uh, I always go back home in Pennsylvania uh, in the off season or in the summertime and just help out with the high school as much as I can, help out with the quarterbacks, and just put my face there. I, I love being around the kids and helping them out, out as much as possible. Is that
3: something you envisioned in
8: the Yeah, I think so. I mean, I love being around the kids and giving them all my knowledge that I have throughout the years and uh, give back to them as well. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.